Of. That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Wow, did I get a pump in this morning? Holy shit. I mean, it doesn't make me feel good. Like, I feel weak as shit. Like, I, like I, I, the Roscoe could probably beat me up. That's how tired my arms are right now. But I know they're going to get swole, so that's all I care about. Hope everybody is having a good hump day so far. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, we have listener mail brought to you by our friends at JS Floors. We've got tons of stories to get to, so let's start by saying good morning to people. First one here today, my man Derek. Becca, Becca. Says good morning, ass family, and happy. Oh, did I get rid of that? Oh, I got rid of that hump day one. Hold on a second here now. I got to move it back. That way I can have all the hump days and the same thing as all the good mornings. Ah, oh, good Lord. My life never stops. Pump day! There it is right there. <laughs> uh, King Steve. Says, enough with the fucking rain. I'm about to help Noah build the ark. Is it still raining there? That's too damn bad. It's going to be sunny and 80 today. Uh, 80. Did I say 80 and it's February 21st? Yeah, sunny and 80 today in the great state of Texas. David! Well, I, I mean, you, good. Pump day. I, I, I do. You're David Garza. Good morning to you, and uh, hope you are doing well today, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Happy. Day. Hope everyone has an astastic day. You as well, my friend Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Uh, says, good morning, y'all. Thank God this show started. That other morning show made me want to commit felonies. Well, see, that'd be on you, though. Yeah, I mean, you chose to listen to that. I, I know there's nothing else to listen to. Listen to music. Listen to, listen to Beyonce's new country song. It'll make you want to commit felonies as well, Dan. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Macho madness, yes. So, <clears throat> I fall asleep at night by either watching... I, I used to watch TV show House. Well, now I've gotten into watching old wrestling matches. And uh, I know the WWE Network is going away after this year, and, and hopefully they continue to keep their entire library and all that kind of stuff up at Netflix. Uh, but I, I've started the, the WrestleMania. I, I've started watching WrestleManias to fall asleep. And last night I just couldn't fall asleep because WrestleMania four was so bad. I mean, it was like a tournament. I don't even know who won the tournament. WrestleMania four was at Trump, uh, Trump Plaza in New Jersey. Oh, it sucked. The best thing about it was Jesse Ventura was doing it, and so was Bob Euchre. But that was a terrible one. Man, oh, man, come on, WWE. You better not pull that bullshit on me uh, this year with uh, WrestleMania. Battleboard. If you don't chew Big Red, then 
you. Says it's only day two of the work week and it's already Pump day. Good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Happy Wednesday to you as well, Nitro. Welcome to Nitro. Good morning to you, boat girl. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but. She's nothing but a common street whore. Yeah, well, good morning to you, uh, Christine. Christine, 16. Morning, Arnie and Ass family. My countdown really begins six days till surgery, but day two of no meds is killing me. Oh, come on, Victor. Victor, you got to be fluffing up mama's pillows. Come on, Victor. You should be working. You should be on your hands and knees serving her. She's down in her time of need. Also, happy... Hump day, uh, she says, uh, a little bit later. So, good morning to you, Christine. Hopefully, you'll get through this with no problem. I know you're going to get through it, no problem. Fred would be lost without you, for God's sake. Stink fist. Morning to you, my friend. Yeah, WrestleMania 4 was just crap. I wish they would list off all the matches. That way, I could figure out if I really want to watch it or not. I want to see one with Kamala. I don't get to watch enough Kamala matches. Kamala the Indian, not the Indian giant, the, the, the Ugandan giant. That motherfucker was badass. I don't care what anybody says. Kamala is still one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Happy hump day. Can't wait for listener mail and the sweet angelic singing of Arnie. Today's bonus is my ability to watch on Twitch. And, and, and you know, I sent you a message earlier on Twitch. You probably didn't see it because you weren't here yet, but there you go. Uh, hopefully you see it. It says, hi, Chuck, because usually Chuck is one of the first people here, but he's on vacation this week, so he's kind of laying back, you know, just enjoying his week off like he should be doing. Uh, trash Panda. Oh, I love trash. Good morning to you, my friend, Devin Stater. Shocking. Uh, says, uh, morning, ass family. NorCal Native says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Uh, Where'd the damn hump day thing go? Jesus. Hump day? Mm-hmm. It feels so good to be able to listen live again after so long. So good to have you back. Gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Happy hump day? ass family. We'll write back to you. There's Stacy Slade. When people find out that I have four testicles. That's weird. They kind of treat me a little weird. That is a little weird. But good morning and happy hump day? to you as well. Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 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 Uh, good morning, my two main men, Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, Says, dick twist. Morning, everybody. Sanchez family is definitely here. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says, ahoy, colonoscopy day. All kinds of fun. Oh, you're getting to see the Roto-Rooter man today. Enjoy that. Warbird. You talking to the Rolex wearing... Diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Says good morning. Had to log back into chat. That's why I'm so late. LOL. Well, that's okay. Uh, thank you for the special message. Best radio host ever. I, I, I try. I try to be the best, but, you know, there are other people out there that aren't bad, but they aren't me. And then there's Dave Coe. Dave Coe says it's Wednesday. Today is the day I hump the unhumped. 
happy hump day to you as well. A special good morning going out to my T-shirt guy, uh, Rhino and Jesse Jamie. It's T-shirt time? 1210 is t shirt well, time. It's not really t shirt. I mean, I'm wearing it's Dusty Rhodes today. T shirt time. Bionic elbow t shirt time. It's t shirt time. Everybody knows it's t shirt time. So nice. T shirt time. You're it's t shirt time. Yeah. Oh my God, shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their t shirts. Rhino's back up and running and he's printing shirts today, including some shirts for years truly. Can't wait to have T-shirt time back next week. Looking forward to it. And if you need a T-shirt and you don't go to 4T5printing.com, this could happen. Nice shirt, queer. You don't want that to happen to you. You don't want to be called a queer, do you? Blueberry. Blueberry uh good morning oh my god so glad to be able to join the chat again had to reset the login arnie's the best well thank you blueberry i appreciate that boy oh boy do we have a lot to talk about today man oh man first things first we got to play the stupid game that's right the stupid game once again we have to play things that joe biden does that nobody pays attention to Yet, if Donald Trump were to do this, he'd probably, he he would get impeached. I I already know for a fact that he'd get impeached. Uh, Tyler. Not funny, haha, funny queer. Uh, Good morning, Arnie and ass family. Be well, everyone. All right, so this happened. I don't know when this happened. This could be an old one. But I want you to hear Joe Biden as he's talking to an uh, elementary-aged schoolgirl. You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? Mm-hmm. I'm recording. Oh, you're recording. I'm going to go for Once again, you're one sexy kid. You're one sexy kid. Wow. I, 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 I honestly, that, that's all I can say is, is wow. Callie girl. What's a girl got to do for you to bruise her cervix? Good morning and happy to you as well. Straight fire in the house. Well, Lottie freaking God. What's happening, ass? What a stupid son of a bitch. Sanchez family says fucking chomo, brain dead fuck. Now, let's play the game, shall we? Let's play the stupid game. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Donald Trump were to say that to an underage child? And yes, Chuck, he prefaces it with, don't tell anybody. I got a secret. You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. Don't tell mommy what I told you. Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Good morning and happy to you as well. By the way, a big congratulations and big thank you going out to the city of Rockwall, Texas today. Uh... I live in a pretty pretty decent neighborhood. It's quiet. You know, I know my, my neighbor next door, he's a Puerto Rican fella. He's a good dude. Emilio's his name. Good, solid dude. 
Now, he's the only one I know. I don't know any of the other neighbors. And the people who live right across the street from us, they're either moving out or moving in, moving out, moving in, whatever. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. But what I do know is that their fucking dead-ass Christmas tree was on the side of their house since December 27th. Now, I want you to write, right, since December 27th, a dead Christmas tree has been on the side of the house. We have, we have green pickup. We have, you know, recycling pickup. We have trash pickup. This tree has withstood the test of time. This, this tree blew since it's, it's lost so much of its foliage. It's dead. It blew to the front of their house. And it blew to the front of their house last month. It's February 21st. It's almost two full months since Christmas. And this tree has been sitting out there. Well, this morning I hear a loud noise going on. Bubba's getting all worked up. And I go, well, I have to go investigate what that loud noise is out there. And lo and behold, holy shit, they finally came and picked the tree up today. We're only two months late. Good Lord. Uh, In Biden's defense, that's the first time he's ever said anything creepy like that, said no one ever. Why should the kid not tell mommy? Alarm bells screaming. Isn't that sexual assault in today's age? You would think. But let's play the game. If Donald Trump said that and it made its way out to TikTok and Twitter, they would be investigating him. My God. Every fucking group that investigates would be at the White House. The CIA, the FBI, military police would show up somehow to investigate, NCIS. Jack Reacher probably shows up, kicking down doors. But Joe Biden gets away with it. Oh, it's just Joe. Rule number one, uh, any of y'all younger men out there, Victor, Victor, if you're not at school yet and you're listening, good boy, um, never ever tell a a kid under the age of 18 that they're sexy. That's a trick of manhood right there. Never tell a kid they're sexy. It's wrong, and it's going to get you in all kind of trouble. You can see a 16-year-old girl at the mall and think, wow, she's sexy, but you better not say it to her because you will be a pervert. And they'll follow you around the mall, and they'll write down your, your license plate number, and soon Detective Johnson from the Roseville Police Department will show up at your house and ask you a few questions. That's what I've heard. Jesus Christ. Don't tell your mom, but you are one sexy kid. I mean, are we waiting? Are we just waiting for him to go even further? Oh, you're one sexy kid. I'd like to stick my tongue where the sun don't shine. Is that what it's going to take? But you see, this family, this Biden family, and we found out yesterday that Joe's great-great-grandfather was pardoned by Abraham Lincoln because he was a felon too. 
this family, it, I I feel like I honestly I I feel like this family should be reported at all times. There you go. There's the more you know. Maga Rhino, good morning to you, my friend. I said good morning to you earlier. Five forty-five printing. I know how busy you are. You keep those shirts a coming, and let's get those shirts out. Chop chop, chop chop. Kidding, kidding. So going on with this family. Yesterday in court, Hunter Biden's lawyer. Oh, God almighty. (laughs) Hunter Biden's lawyer said that one of the photos that was taken in the office of uh, uh, wherever, the picture is, it it looks like three big lines of cocaine. Uh, Chop, chop on it. And Jamie says, how will be done today? Kick ass. Sweet. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Whitewash. If this is how he acts when he has dementia, just imagine how he was younger and actually able to hide it. Oh, shit. Uh, Braddy Kid, there she is. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my lucky stars. A Negro. The one and only Braddy Kid is here. Good morning to you. Hello. No, I, that's not yours. Hello. Come on. You, you've you got your own out there. Um, you want a shot at the title? No, I, I don't want a shot at the title, but thank you anyway. Uh, fucking Mixler. Damn Mixler. Mixler's having some problems. So, 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 yesterday, the lawyer for Hunter Biden said that that was not actually cocaine. Cocaine. No, 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 no. Uh, Jesse Busy making syrup. House went from 19% humidity two days ago to 50% today from all the boiling. Tower Life, good morning to you. They said this is a picture of sawdust. Please don't do that. Like, come on. Come on. Uh, Biden's lawyer called the prosecution reckless and for making such a hyperbolic and essential, uh, se- sensational claim in a public filing. Now, I've seen sawdust. Uh, y- you know what? Hold on a second here. Yeah, that that is not sawdust. That is what we call cocaine. <laughs> I mean, seriously, cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> no, no, we we just happened to line up three snortable lines of sawdust. Knowing Hunter, he would probably do it, thinking it was cocaine. What a fucking jack-off. Christopher! Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? I mean, Arnie, there's a reason he stopped doing White House tours while Joe's on decline. Every time he sees a small boy, he won't <laughs> talk about gladiator movies and how much he enjoys Turkish prisons. Do you like it when Scraps rubs up and down on your leg? <laughs> Hashtag, oh, God almighty, airplane. Uh, Rev. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me. All right, there we go. 
Thank you, Rev. Good morning, all. Going to clean up a few dishes and cook some rockfish. Then go deal with the clown that's harassing and abusing my wife at work since their last comment included me. Oh, well, there you go. Have a great day. Uh, Don't get punched. Hey, Notorious Rev, just remember this. There's no such thing as a sucker punch. Only a sucker who gets punched. There, yeah, and and you really want to that? There you go. Just remember that. Is his lawyer KJP? Good old Moppy. Probably space coke. I at least want to try that cosmic coke. Dementia is like booze. It's an uninhibitor. Out of the abundance of the heart and the mouth. St- yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is alcohol allows you to say the things that you are really thinking. It doesn't make you think different things, and dementia does the same thing. It's like reverting back. It's like little kids. Like, little kids are the most honest people in the world until they, they figure out how they can lie. They'll tell somebody that they're ugly. They'll tell somebody that they're fat. Why? Because they're just being honest. And then we have to teach them ways to get around it. I'm all about the honesty. Got to love that. Got to love that with kids. I can't wait till Roscoe starts that. Oh, I, I, I'm going to, I am going to nurture that. I'm going to nurture his name-calling ability. Oh, I, I, am, I am what you would call passing the, name, the name-calling torch down. Because I can tell you this right now. There is not a better name-caller in this world than me. You don't want to get into a name-calling fight with me because I will win. Okay, I, I, will, I will not stop. I'm like the Terminator of name-calling. You will have to throw me in boiling iron to get me to stop name-calling. Can we get a good day from Nappy Roots' song on break, please? Probably not today. Tower Life, not today. Uh, I got country stuff coming up first, and then we got a, a, a prelude to rock. But you know what? Tomorrow, I can definitely put that in for shizzle. Hot Mama! Fuck your mama! Says happy uh, day. ass family. Right back to you. So Hunter is now snorting sawdust and not cocaine. Now, was it sawdust that they found in the White House? No? Oh, they tested it? They did that little cool test where they shake it up? We've all seen the TV shows, right? Where they, 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 they put the, the drug paraphernalia in the little shaker, and they shake, shake, shake it up, and it either turns like blue or purple, and that's how you can tell it's real. See, I think the, I think the Secret Service probably did that, and they know that it was actually uh, legitimate Cocaine. at the White House. We just don't know whose it is yet. Uh, there's no worse feeling than being in line in a quiet store, and your four-year-old daughter says, Daddy, she has a fat butt. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would high-five Roscoe if he did that. I would be on the ground laughing. Now, Braddy Kid would be Braddy Kid would be <laughs> silencing that. I'd be on the floor laughing. Oh, that'd be great. So there you go. So, uh, by the way, uh, hey, a l- little side note going out here to somebody, and I, I don't talk shit about this guy because I like this guy. Uh, but hey, uh, Mr. Rogan, Joe Rogan is being uh, quoted as saying uh, he will predict Biden will be forced to step down in 2024, setting up Gavin Newsom to run against Donald Trump. Um, 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 who's been saying that for months now? 
Hmm? No, 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 look, hey, Joe, if if you're running out of topics to talk about, you don't want to talk about your your brain supplements, you don't want to talk about who throws a, a great roundhouse, that, that's fine. That's fine. But, but this is not a groundbreaking statement, Joe. Joe, I said it a long time ago. I love you. I think you're awesome. I think what you're doing is awesome. God bless you, Joe Rogan, but you don't need to take from me. It's okay. You're a talented guy. You're not like those hacks at Saturday Night Live that steal from me. You know what? I'm just going to say Joe borrowed this. That's all. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Look at that. Happy hump day. Can't wait for tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow is Joe Murphy day. We got all kinds of, we've got a uh, a cornucopia of sports stories that we have to talk about. Manana. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that. I didn't watch it in the All-Star game, so. Joe Rogan will beat your ass if you cross him. Oh, I'm not crossing him. He crossed me. And, and, and good for him to finally say this, and finally people are going to go, oh, wow, look at that. Oh, man, I've never heard a thing except on Arnie's show. I mean, seriously. Joe Rogan's next amazing fact, water is wet. <laughs> look, I, I'm not here. To, I, I, I honestly, I do like Joe Rogan. I ain't got nothing wrong with Joe Rogan. But when I saw this story, I was like, wait a second. This is not like a, a, I picked this months ago. Months and months and months ago. Come on now, Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. So sorry I'm late. That's okay. Joe finally got permission to say it. I don't think. <sighs> you know, I, I think, Ro- I, I, I really hope that Rogan is unhinged, meaning he doesn't have to answer to people that he can do his show and like like I do my show. I really hope that the powers at Spotify don't censor him the way that I've been censored in my career and the way people are being censored today. That that would that would sting a bit. Uh, if if Joe had to to get permission from people See, and I think that's what makes this show his show, is that he, he gets to do something and say whatever the fuck he wants to. And he recently, well, not recently, about five months ago, opened a comedy club in Austin, and it's no holds barred. It's not a woke bullshit comedy club. People don't get booed off stage if they tell a fucking George Floyd joke. You see, that there, there was a black comedian a couple weeks ago who got booed off stage because he told a black comedian told a George Floyd joke and got booed for it. Come on, man, y'all, y'all need y'all. Everybody needs to lighten up. I want Joe Rogan to moderate one of the presidential debates. <laughs> He'd be so high; it would be funny. Joe should only say things that promote the woke agenda. <laughs> Oh, the woke agenda. We, we have to get to the woke agenda here in just a little bit. But, yes, I saw this story about Joe Rogan saying this, and I just want to go on record and say I said it way before him. And, yes, I'm being a child, neener, neener, peener, peener. We talked a little bit about Donald Trump, not a lot. We just said play the stupid game. If Donald Trump were to call a young girl sexy, what would happen? It would be the end of the world. Well, now the New York Attorney General – 
has come out and say she may seize Trump's buildings if he can't pay his $354 million civil fraud fine. Now, what he was fined for, I, I, I find this to be just so bad and so assholish. I mean, hook up, good morning. Have a great hump day to you as well. So he he said his Miralago Miralago estate was worth more than it actually was to a bank, so he could secure a larger loan. Is that that's the gist? That's the gist of this. First of all, is he paying the loan back? And if he is, what's the problem? Oh, Arnie, it's illegal. You can't do that. Otherwise, the bank will give you so much more money, which means you have to pay more money. You see, if if he I and from what I understand, he didn't jack it up all that much. But let's say he did. Let's say that you did. And by the way, uh, everybody that sells used cars on this show, you all jack those prices up. Hoping that you get somebody who doesn't read Kelly Blue Book and goes, okay, I'll do that. Well, can we come back and sue you because the car ain't worth as much as we paid for it? No. And that's my big problem with this. Is if he said Miralago was worth X amount to the bank, why didn't the bank investigate? So I what you're saying is I can go to the bank today. And I can say that my house is worth $28 billion. Can I get a loan for $5 billion? The bank's going to go, yeah, here you go, no problem. You told us that your house was worth $28 billion, so here's $5 billion to you. Do, do they not investigate? Do they just take people's word at it? Trump should have only murdered his ex-wife and a waiter. It's more cost-effective. Ask OJ. It would have only cost him $33 million. <laughs> Swoosh, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, hope that you're doing good today. Dan says, when I refinanced my house, the bank had my house appraised before they would approve it. Wouldn't that happen in Trump's case? I thought that, but I guess not. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm simplifying this case too much. Uh, the bank did investigate. They agreed to the loan amount. Well, then why is he being fined? Oh, that's right, because he's Donald Trump. I'm sorry. The guy from Shark Tank said Trump did exactly what every real estate guy did. There was no crime. He said New York looks dumb and no one will invest there now. Dumb, dumb liberals. They're... Their blind following of a party, this is what happens. And it's not going to happen this week or next week, but it will happen in the, the upcoming years. Look how much New York has gone downhill. Especially New York City. New York City! You remember, I, you might not remember this because I don't really remember it that well, but I was a little kid in the 70s. Manhattan 
that that area uh, of New York, it was a cesspool. Peep shows, strip clubs, triple X movie theaters, hookers. That, that that's what that's what Manhattan was. And it wasn't until Mayor Ed Koch and then Rudy Giuliani who came along and cleaned up the city and made New York into the travel mecca of the world. I mean, every fucking chain restaurant, every big-name celebrity chef, they have restaurants in Manhattan. And it's become a popular tourist destination. Well... That is, until the last few years, when people like Michael Bloomberg, who wanted to outlaw sodas, because that was important. And now we have these other people, uh, Eric Adams. The guy before him was a fucking nut job, too. Was that, was, uh, Cuomo was the governor, wasn't he? Or was Cuomo the, the mayor? I don't remember. But there are both shitholes, and they've run that area down. Crime is up like 300% thanks to AOC and all those wonderful people. 300% rise in crime. Good shit right there. Fantastic. Boy, I can't wait to visit there. Uh, it's Steph. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Dumb, dumb liberal here. Morning to all the dumb, dumb Republicans. Well, good morning to you as well. <laughs> Oh, let's see. What's this? Wouldn't there be many companies who would not want to do business or loan money to people like yourself or investors if they know that they can get away with fraud and there's no recourse to protect them? Excuse me, what fraud? (laughs) Bill de Blasio, okay. Uh, The Shark Tank guy on CNN. CNN sounds like it was lovely. I've never been there, though. Gorgeous. The movie The Warriors was based on how messed up crime was in New York in the 70s. So was the movie Death Wish with Charles Bronson. Good Lord. Wasn't until the, the, the shitty remake of Death Wish, at least it had Elizabeth Shue in it. But she got murdered. How do you kill Elizabeth Shue in a movie? And without any titty shot. You killed Elizabeth Shue first, that's a problem. Secondly, there was no grotesque boob shot. Boo. Boo, Bruce Willis, and you're going to forget this in two minutes anyway. But boo. Boo to that death wish. Eli Roth, you did that movie. Boo. He already paid the loan back. The bank made a ton. Since there was no victim here, where does his money get? Where does he find I don't know. It's amazing to me. And now they're saying, well, we're just going to close his buildings. We're not going to let him do business here. We're going to da da. Unfucking believable. I mean, tell me you want to make him a martyr without telling me you want to make Donald Trump a martyr. And maybe, just maybe. That's what's keeping Donald Trump alive. I've said, look, look, we're near the end of February. We've seen all these stunts they've pulled so far to keep him out of the election, and none of them are working. I mean, they would, they would be sent down to single A ball if they, were, they started the major leagues because they have not got a hit yet. 
they are over. Because this wind doesn't do anything. This quote-unquote wind doesn't do anything. By the way, the lady that's trying him in Atlanta, she's probably going to end up going to the pokey with all the money that she embezzled from them. That case, a thrown out, most likely. Then what? You're going to blame the vaccine on him, okay. Because I'm starting to see some stories about vaccine and things it's causing, higher blood pressure, higher heart rates, things like that. We've got all this stuff coming out. By the way, and all these people go, see, I told you so, I told you so. But they're going to blame it on Trump. Because remember, it was he who fast-tracked it. This is his recipe. Bubba, hey. Stop acting like you're running on the couch. I'll take it, swoosh. Um, it's truly amazing. I, I, truly, truly amazing. Um, I, I forgot what I was saying because Bubba threw me off. Way to go, Bub. Way to ruin the show. Hey, now, the New York Mafia will lend you monies with questionable <laughs> APR practices. Uh, they will. Prediction, Trump wins the election and gets assassinated by one of the uh, riled-up trans people because they believe the lines of mainstream media. Simpsons predicted he died as president as well. Well, if, if the Simpsons say it, then we have to say it's true. I mean, I know they're right a lot of times. Mage! I know like you American, and all you American look alike! Uh, if I was Trump, I would have a news conference. I would go to New York. Uh, doesn't want me. I will close all my buildings. Also have this many people working for me. They are all laid off. Ooh, well, say, hey, can't lay them off. It's an election year. You don't want to piss off that many people. But they're going to they're, they're gonna throw the vaccine at it. At him. Oh, this is your fault, Donald Trump. And by the way, that's not going to stick either. Because he never forced anybody to take it. It wasn't around for him to force people to take it. That's how he'll get out on that one. And then there's only one option left. And I don't think... See, this is another reason why I don't think the Simpsons are going to be right on this one. The last thing anybody on the left ever wants is a martyred president. Because they had one for a long time. And then we forgot about it because we get old. And that's JFK. JFK went down as, oh, one of the greatest presidents of all time. And I shake my head because, no, he wasn't. He wasn't in office long enough to be one of the greatest presidents of all time. Do we not remember the Bay of Pigs? Yeah, I, I know that he wouldn't win New York, Mage, but but those people have relatives. They'll get pissed off at Donald Trump, and maybe they live in a state where it's going to be close. Just not a good idea to fire people in an election year. I'm, I'm just saying. I get it. I get that, and, and I think that's a, a great thing. But the only trans that could get close to Trump is Michael Obama. I, I do think he wins the election. Uh, I think he picks a solid running mate, and I don't think it's going to be Vibeck. Um, I think it'll be the, the, the broad from uh, South Dakota. I don't think he's going to go with Tim Scott. 
I just don't. I, I like Tim, Tim Scott's an all right guy, it seems, but I don't think Nikki Haley has no shot. She's not even going to be in the cabinet. He might win New York now. Who knows? I mean, he's most of us weren't born when Kennedy was in office. I wasn't born. I just know history. And the thing is that they've gone down and they've talked about how great John F. Kennedy Jr. was. They named football stadiums after the man and his damn dead brother who got assassinated, who wasn't even president. Christine, no, let it be her. She's hot. Uh, yeah, that's it. Christy Nome, that's her name. I got to remember her name. It's so sexist of me. <laughs> and you know how I hate being sexist. <laughs> Almost got through that with a straight face. Uh, but yeah, they don't want to martyrize Donald Trump. And, and there are people in this country that will. The statues will be built, people. I'm just telling you. You don't think they will uh, flim-flam the ballots again so he loses? I don't think there's going to be... I think they'll try. But I don't think there's going to be the opportunity like there was last time. I got to tell you, I don't know about y'all, but I was surprised. Like, usually I can see the elections. I I watch the elections. I've watched them since I was a kid because I love to party. And I've been able to call elections. I'm, I'm pretty good. This one surprised me. Like, like I, I called the 2016 election. I called it the day before. I said it's going to be a lot closer than people think, and Trump could win. Oh, I was told I was an idiot. I was told I was an asshole for that, off the air, of course, uh, by the girl running my board. I was like, okay. No, that's not it. Hey, Calvin. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Good morning yeah. to you. Hope you're doing good today. Uh, and I called it. But this election, I I didn't think it was going to be close. I didn't think it was going to be landslidal. I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, Reagan Mondale. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, showing my cool guy fucking streak there by knowing that Reagan kicked the shit out of Mondale. I mean, that was that was a beating. That was a beating. It's like when Texas plays Texas Tech in football. Marjorie Taylor Greene wouldn't be bad. Give her the education system and Linda, uh, eliminate gender theory. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get to our 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 education system right here, right now. I'm glad you led me down that road because I got to tell you, and, and we have a letter from Ralphie, and I'm gonna do it before listener mail because it, it ties in because she sent me the story. And actually, we're going to start with that one. Uh, It says, shit like this pisses me off. I work my ass off and pay for my own personal development graduate summer programs or apply for private grants, not use taxpayers' money. And we hear that a lot from teachers. Reagan won 49 states to one. That's what happens when you pick Geraldine Ferraro as a running mate. Oh, she was horrible. She was ugly, too. Um, now, there, there are a couple parts of this story that I look at and I go, wait a second. Last year, the San Francisco United School uh, Unified School District decided that they wanted to help get their kids better scores in math. 
I'm not making this up. So, they decided to send a group of administrators and city officials on a two-week tour to Japan. Slides off limits to Ching Chong's. So they could learn about specialized teaching methods in math. Now, before we get into the meat of the story, how fucking racist is that? I mean, I mean, seriously. Hey, we got to learn how to teach math better. Why don't we go talk to them Chinamen? I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 jump. There's a project called Impulse, a different method of teaching that has shown promise in boosting test scores. And I guess the only place to learn that is if you go to Japan. My mom says there's a lot of black people in China. No, 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 we're not going to China. It, it, it's Japan. Let the rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. I mean, seriously. Really? So the school decided to throw their, their racism aside and go, well, let's try this. This is where the story gets bad. Wait. Hey, what's up, Mage? Hey, so uh, I can uh, tell them the easiest way to fix it. Okay. Make them go to school longer. There you go. That's a great my, one. My bo- because both of my kids had Monday and Tuesday off for a president they couldn't name. Jesus Christ. Fucking yeah, a. and the thing is, in Japan, kids go to school six days a week, and uh, they only get one Saturday off a month. And uh, in the summertime, they only get off one month a year. Good Lord. That's a lot of schooling. Yeah, and here's another thing, okay? There's no, like, janitor or anything. They have, like, a, a handyman that fixes stuff. But, like, the lawn care, the, the cleaning, all that shit is done by the, the, the students. Wow. Even, even lunch is made by the kids. Wow. See, and, and they're doing what we've always talked about. They're raising adults. And this is they're they're teaching him that this is the real world at an early age, and is this not this is true also, right? You have to be able to speak fluent Japanese to go to school in Japan, correct? Yeah, because they have like a special school for like challenged people. That's not a normal school. Okay, all right. Well, there and, you go. And then, and then you know how like uh, in America we have like the like you're you're a Longhorns fan. If you yes. go to if you go to if you go to Texas, you love that school, and you do anything for that school. Right. They have that kind of pride for elementary school. Mm-hmm. See? See? That, yeah. So, so you get accepted to that school. It's an honor. Mm-hmm. It's like that. All right. Well, there you go. Well, thank you, Honorable Mage. I appreciate the phone call, my friend. <laughs> no problem, man. See you, buddy. See, Mage dropping all this knowledge on us when at first it was... Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Not so fast. Anywho, going back to the story. 
Um, the trip was supported uh, on a bond measure, and what was going to happen was uh, the Department of Children, Youth, and their families pick up the $2,500 cost of two round, flight, uh, two round trip tickets. Well, is that what happened? No. No. Actually, what happened was expense reports came out and showed that school administrators used personal credit cards so they could rack up their air miles as much as $1,500 in travel-related charges that would then be reimbursed. One district member appears to have booked a return flight a full week after the program, turning it into a two-week vacation. By the way, this ended up costing the district... Y'all ready for this? $71,000. But for some odd reason, they can't buy teachers erasers. You can send administrators. You didn't even send the fucking teachers. You sent sent city council members and, and, and school board advisors... Not the actual teachers. And you're going to spend that much money? You've got to be kidding me. In all seriousness, we go to school for 180 days exactly since that's what's required by law. We also have short days once a week in school in my district as well. I think we would definitely do better with more school time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's always a kernel of truth when it comes to stereotypes. You want to learn math? Hang out with Japanese. Want more tacos in your life? Hang out with Mexicans. You want to abuse your wife? Hang out with Muslims. (laughs) Stop that, Christopher. Uh, Erasers come from a different budget classification. Don't get me started on that. You know what I mean, Chuck. Teachers have to pay for their own shit. Oh, it's so fucking maddening the way that we and and you know the 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 worst part. This is this is my favorite but least favorite part. And I, ha- I remember when it happened here in Texas. We we've got the lottery here. You can go play the fucking lottery and get all your fucking numbers and do all that right. Win billions of dollars, even though you never will. Texas is a very conservative state. So conservative for the longest time we didn't have lottery. Because it's considered gambling. Hell, they didn't allow bingo in certain parts of the state. Because that's gambling. So then what did they do? They wrapped it all up with this pretty bow that says all the money will go to the education system. And Texans are like, well, hey, we need good schools. Because we're dumb Southerners. We need school. We need teachers to learn us. And they went all in just as every state has gone all in when it comes to the lottery and things like that because it's there to help the education department. Okay. Uh, Yep, the teacher I work for basically buys quite a bit of items for the classroom because it's easier than getting it through the district. Yep, it has to be. So the money comes, and then it trickles through the administration and then stops. My favorite thing to see is here in Texas. Now, as a sports fan, I don't mind this at all. But as a human being and as an American and as somebody who 
tries to, as much as he can, do right from wrong. As much as I can do. When I, when I see that larger school districts are, are taxed exponentially and then they give out that residual tax money to smaller school districts, and it's happened now for four years in a row and it'll probably happen for another four years. When a district gets a shit ton of money, like some districts will get $10, 15000000 million, right? The first thing that they do is they build a new football stadium. It's happened. I'm just I'm, I'm telling you, it happens. And the, the one was just built uh, in Melissa, Texas last year. And I got to tell you that the Allen, Allen High School has probably one of the nicest stadiums I've ever seen. It's all enclosed. If you get online today, uh, look up Allen High School Football Stadium. It's, it's truly an amazing stadium. I think it holds like close to 20,000, 15 to 20,000. Got a jumbotron. We didn't have no jumbotron in high school. And now all these schools are starting to get that. It, it, to me, it, it's, it's one of those things like, oh, well, there you go. There's all that money that's supposed to help for education, but we're building a new football stadium. Which, hey, that's great for the community. Hopefully it gets good kids coming there and people moving there because they got good facilities and maybe they'll become a state champion and that way more money will pie in. Gambling. I judge a teacher by one question. Do you have an American flag in the classroom? Well, there you go. Um, all right. Two different fucking states. Two completely crazy stories. One's not. Indiana parents are warning the nation. A Catholic couple in Indiana is asking the Supreme Court of the United States to hold the state accountable for keeping their child out of their home for a reason. Now, are they putting lit cigarettes out on him? Is that why they took the kid out? The answer is no. Uh, is the child being sexually assaulted in the house? The answer is no. Um, um, is, 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 are you cooking meth in the house? That's another one that will get kids kicked out of a house. Are you cooking meth in there? No. Okay, but we're still going to take your kids. No. The reason the state of Indiana took this child out of their home was because their parents said no to using his new chosen name and pronouns. Mary and Jeremy Cox are appealing the Supreme Court after it was investigated by Indiana officials for refusing to refer to their son using pronouns and a name inconsistent with his biological sex. Really? Really? 
you know, we have a gigantic, ginormous illegal alien issue happening in this country right now that all, 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 all hands on deck should be there for. We, we have an imminent war with half the world just waiting for us to, to figure out when, who, when and whose ass we're going to kick first. But by all means, let's take this and move it to the top of the docket because a kid's mom and dad don't want to call this kid what his name is that they gave him when they birthed him. Beckett is pursuing the case on half the Coxes, arguing the state's courts allowed Indiana to keep a child from living with his parents due to their disagreement with the child's gender identity because of their religious beliefs. Upon completing the investigation, the state determined the allegations of abuse were unsubstantiated, but still argued that the disagreement over gender identity was distressing to the child. It was distressing to the child. You know what? When my daddy said no, that was distressing to the child. When do I get mine? We have American flags. We don't. Uh, we do the pledge. Uh, also, student with me uh, put the flagpole on every day. In fact, we've had some problems with our flagpole. An administrator at our school was on the host district to fix it weekly. There you go. Uh, call eight one one before you dig, parents. Uh, let's see. I saw my kids pop out of my wife. I know what sex they are. Steve says, okay, Arnie, I'm going to completely fucking lose it. How the fuck is it legal for the government to come in at, at all? Because the child is distressed. And all states care about is the well-being of a child. That's it. And they'll throw that at you. We just care about the well-being of a child. Because you can't say, well, I don't really care about the well-being of a child. Because then you sound like a fucking asshole. Even though I really don't care about this child and their well-being. In 2019, uh, the boy told them that he identified as a girl, but in line with their Catholic religious beliefs that God created humans um, with an immutable sex male or female, they did not believe in referring to him and using pronouns and name consistent with his biology. They don't have to. They're his mama and his daddy. Funny line from uh, Coming to America. And mama call him Cassius, I'm going to call him, or mama call him Clay, I'm going to call him Clay. Cassius Clay. His mother and father still called him Cassius, even though he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. They don't care about the well-being of a child. They care about not being sued by the parents. They don't care about uh, the <laughs> president is calling them sexy, though. Kids will do this to rebel from their parents to get away. No, we, you know, we're going to call Child Protective Services. If we yelled that, our parents would get the phone and dial it for us. So not calling a kid by his made-up name is worse than putting him in an abusive foster system. Yeah, that's what they're telling you. You know what? I'm just going to say, it. if that was my kid, if that was Arnie Jr., I'd be like, okay, go to the foster system. No, we don't, I don't want you anymore. You cost too much anyway. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Is, is that your new name, Felicia? Bye, Felicia. What the fuck? I will call my kid what the fuck I want to make him. I asked my dad when I was seven why he named me Mage, and he said because shithead was already taken. 
Government cares about children so much the president calls them sexy, but don't tell their mom. Uh, you're out. Good morning to you. How are you today? He's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. So good morning, ass family, and happy hump day. Also, fuck Tim. Yeah, fuck you, Tim. I would use the pronoun idiot, <laughs> idi, id, and yot. If they pull that shit before you or th- or after you threw a shoe at him, morning probably right around the exact time. Maybe we should pass a law that requires people to use their legal names. It's not like you can get that changed legally. Well, last week we just had the story of the transgenders who were pissed because they couldn't get whatever fucking name they wanted on their driver's license. They had to get their birth name because that's what you are. I'll say it again. I haven't said it much in 2024, but I'll start saying it again. No, you're not. You will never be a woman. All you men that want to have your transition surgery and get the twig and berries cut off, more power to you if you're over 18. I can't stop you, and I don't want to stop you because... You're ruining your life, and I can watch you go downhill. And for me, that, that, that's some sometimes must-see television. I know. It's very sick and depraved of me, but that's who I am. Um, you want to ruin the rest of your life by doing that? You go right ahead. I, I, I just don't care. But once it starts infecting the kids who do not have and really, I say at 18, and I'm, I'm giving y'all a gift there, because you see, your brain isn't really fully developed till around anywhere between 21 and 23. That's when your brain is fully developed. But I ain't going to make you wait that long. You can vote at 18, so you might as well be able to get your dick cut off at 18. You want to do that? Great. Awesome. But you have to realize that people are going to treat you a whole lot different. No, you shouldn't get beat up for it. I mean, if it was 20 years ago, yes, you would be getting beaten up for it, and we would have said it's okay because we weren't a bunch of pussies back then. But we're in the pussy generation now. People are going to make fun of you. They're going to stare. They're going to look. They're going to call you he, she. They're going to call you it, and you did it to yourself, okay? Plain and simple, you did it to yourself. Idiots with face tattoos. Y'all did that shit to yourself. I mean, come on. You're going to get a face tattoo, people are going to look at you, and they're going to judge you a whole lot differently. And you did that to yourself. Sorry that human beings, we're trying to outlaw being a human being. And like it or not, and you can yell at me, and you can hate me for this, human beings are judgmental. No matter what. And you can say you're not judgmental towards somebody like this or that, but you're judgmental somewhere. How about when nobody else can call you as a dependent? Yeah, I mean, seriously. And by the way, you're under 18. When when did when did under eighteen start getting? Uh, you know what? I want everybody charged as an adult then that commits a crime under the age of eighteen. 
I got the story about the Kansas City shooters. Now it's two adults. It was two uh, underage kids, and that's why they weren't leaving, giving their names out. Now they've given the names out. Like I said, I'll get to the story in a little while. But if we're going to start treating kids at 14 who say, I want to cut my titties off, hey, all right, you're, you, you commit a crime at 16. Let, let, let's say that you go and rob a liquor store at 16. Guess what? You're getting charged as an adult. Don't, don't come crying to me. Do not come crying to me. I'm still a child. I don't know any better. Keyless Chuck says, I'm not judgmental, you racist fuck. I'm on the verge of turning 50, but my brain says I'm still 14. Boobs, fart, and sexual innuendos are still funny. Look, look, look I, I, I saw it described best because you're in my age group there, Panda. Generation X. We were the youngest 30-year-olds, or we the old we were the we were 30 at 13 or something, and then we're still 30 now in our 50s. We we haven't changed. We're always going to be us. Alicia! I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. So all I can say is that the Supreme Court has this case now. And by the way, I think it's absolutely preposterous that the Supreme Court has this case now. The Supreme Court has real shit to listen to. We're treating the Supreme Court like they're Judge Mathis. Not even as good as Judge Judy. I mean, better than the, the, the man and wife couple and better than that fucking broad on the people's court now. Judge Mathis just likes to preach when he's up there. I, 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 Judge Mathis is hard to watch now. I, 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 I'm having a hard time. But that's what you're turning the Supreme Court into? I'm surprised Doug Llewellyn doesn't stand outside in front of the Supreme Court. You're going to have to Google who Doug Llewellyn is because, well, I'm old. All right, last story in this break, and this is a good news story. Remember, that one was from Indianapolis. This is from Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Minnesota School District allows parents to opt children out of the LGBTQ lessons after six Somali Muslim families threatened legal action over religious freedom. Well, I got to say that, hey, Minnesota... I have zero problem with this. If my kid, if, if I don't want my seven-year-old learning LGBTQ lessons, I should be able to opt my child out. No, my kid doesn't need to learn that at seven. Sorry. Why haven't they put Judge Judy on the Supreme Court? Because we should. We might we might have to start a campaign. They should have to opt in. Yeah. Mr. J, good morning to you, Mr. J. How are you today? Mills Lane would have made a great selection. Oh, God rest his soul. 
Morning, Arnie. I'm still trying to adjust my new work schedule, and I probably won't be able to listen to the live show as frequently, but I didn't want you to think I just left. All right, Mr. J, you just keep listening, though, buddy. And you listen whenever you can. It's okay. By the way, now I'm happy that this happened, but let me ask you this. And, and, and all honesty here, ass family. In all honesty, I, I've got the Jeopardy music ready to go here. Would this have happened if it was not six Somali Muslim families, but six Catholic or Christian families? Do you think the same thing would have happened? Donald says, uh, well, illegal border crossings have finally directly affected me and one of my best friends since childhood had a fentanyl overdose. Man, Donald, I'm sorry to see that. That that sucks, brother. I asked the question about this story out of Minnesota where they allowed uh, six families to uh, opt their children out of LGBTQ classes. Um, And I I said, would this have happened if it weren't six Somali Muslim families and six white Christian families? Poobah says, no. King Steve says, not a fucking chance. Chuck says, nope, because Christian values are racist. Uh, That's uh, ER Omens District. Uh, How tolerant of the left. I love the hypocrisy. Yes, indeed. All right. The phone number is 775-357-FANS. Listener mail is coming up next. If you have something you want to write quickly, you can write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Here you go. I'm sitting here with a map laid out on my lap. Now there's not too many places that I ain't been But the one place I love best Is spread all over the West And I'm trying to figure how to get back home again I wish I was sitting right under the X in Texas Right in the heart of where my heart Under the X in Texas is the only place for me. I don't know what I'm missing 
$2 bill And I know a spot right over the hill There's soda pop and the dancing spree So if you want to have fun, come along with me Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Someone said that the Sal and the wannabe said that Scab was not of right mind to be making decisions. And then, Chuck, this is where I disagree with you. Hope that the guy gets the help he needs. Um, what do you want me to say? Christopher says I'll be happy about it. Look, I, I, does it make me smile? Kind of, but not really. I mean, maybe... Just maybe he knows exactly what the date is. February 20th, ring any bells, sir? Mm-hmm. How about February 22nd, then two years later? Mm-hmm. That's okay, though. I'm going to take this opportunity 
to show that I am not the bigger person. To be honest with you. To be truthful with you. I'm not going to lie and say I wish him the best. I'm going to tell you what the truth is about it. Do you know how this makes me feel? Like a goddamn winner. That's what it makes me feel like. I was able to give up alcohol. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in almost 27 years. I have not had an opiate in almost 10 years. I was able to do it. This man who's supposed to be of superior mind, superior inner strength, he can't. He can't. Well, I say, fuck you, pussy. Real men and real women can figure out when to pull themselves up by the bootstraps like some of us have, like a majority of this show has. Bad things have happened to everybody, horrible things. Alcohol and drug abuse, that was self-choice by me. There are some people whose lives were devastated. And do you know what they did? They didn't go hide in the bottom of a bottle. They didn't go run and hide behind pills. They went out there and got to the next day and then to the day after that because they realized they matter. And, and let, let me just say, Rob, if you don't realize that you mattered to people, you're a pathetic fucking loser. You are someone I idolized. Idolized. Now, I look at you as like a piece of shit on the bottom of my shoe. Because that's all you're worth. You sure as fuck don't matter to me anymore. And if you can't get the help that you need, and I know that the people around you are screaming at you to get the help, and you're not doing it because, well, you're smarter than they are. Oh, you're more intellectually. No, you aren't. No, you aren't, dickhead. You're a fucking alcoholic. That's what you are. And until you realize that, until you realize that you are powerless over this, that you can't beat this on your own, and I ain't telling you to go to a, a 12-step program. I'm telling you that you need to fucking do this. I went to a 12-step program, but do you know who did all the work? I did. Because what went on in that studio meant the world to me. That's why I did it. I didn't want to leave that studio. I haven't had an opioid since we had that meeting. What? You didn't think I'd, I'd be able to beat that too, huh? So you just said, fuck you. Kick me to the curb. Well, that's what I'm doing to you now. Fuck you, kicking you to the curb. And I know that how selfish he is because he's not going to get the help he needs. We're going to hear about him in probably six, seven, eight months. 
that he's dead somewhere. He drank himself to death. And I'm going to tell him how selfish that is right now. You want to know how selfish that is? Because I didn't get to fucking whoop your ass. Because I didn't get to come out there and smack you in the mouth like I've wanted to do for the past umpteen years. Good riddance. The world will be a better place without you. Ah. Doubt he's an alcoholic. Alcoholics go to meeting. He's drunk. Well said. Proud of you and your pettiness. I love this Rand Arnie. You're the bigger man in more than one way. Thank you. Ass kicking. Uh, you might have already. You might have to start early. Giving him that tough love. Real fucking talk. You're strong as fuck, Arnie. I, I'm not. This ain't tough love. I. This. This is tough hate. I hate him. I hate him. I'm looking forward to getting that text that he's dead. I know that's horrible of me. I, I'm sorry. If, if that went too far, I'm sorry. And by the way, by the way, when I do get that text, I'm just going to say. Well, I don't want to sound like. I'm going to play the whole thing. And by the way, no sympathy for anything. None of them. Because they all could have walked away from this. Just as they walked away from somebody else. Nine years ago. They know how to close doors on people and then burn the bridges in between them. They know exactly how to do it and they didn't. Because they all sat and basked at the teat of him. It's not just hate, it's righteous anger, damn right. So you're saying I should take him in my death pool next year? <laughs> well, that is, when I book my Sacramento show, if he's dumb enough to show up. Uh, all right, ass family, it is that time. I, I've, I've done my rant. If y'all want to talk more about it, we can. Just put it on the mixer board, but we have listener mail that we have to get to. Brought to us by our dear friends at JS Floors. The best flooring store in the West. The rest, let me let me just tell you the rest. The rest, they like to show up at your house trying to raise money for special needs kids. And when they show up at your house, instead of the needs kids, it's their weird senior trans sex slaves they have. But they have them outfitted as the kids who have special needs in like braces and crutches and helmets. And then they try to diddle you. All while they're filming this, streaming to the laughing shit of Stan Cheeks. It's disgusting. It is gross. And you know who doesn't do that? My friend Jesse at JS Force. First of all, first of all, I, I don't think he's privy to any senior trans people at all. Let alone a streaming service. And he has no time because he's too busy putting in the best floors that you could possibly ever want. Call him at 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, our, our, our first one is a question, so, of course, we have to uh, go into the uh, the ass box and, and play a couple hits. Here we go. <clears throat> Hit number one. 
have a hippo problem. No, they, they really shouldn't. Uh, really shows the range of your talent. All right, let's get back to the male sound effects here um, and do this. Uh, this is from Greg. Oh, boy. Alicia, I hope you're listening. Dear Arnie, I'm a faithful listener to your show, and it's funny that I use the word faithful. 
You see, my girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years now, and she and I are great. With that said, that's never a good transition. Some friends at work have pointed out that there's a new girl here, and she's been asking questions about me, and they seem they say that she seems really interested. I'm not sure if I should go up to her and tell her I'm in a relationship already because I don't want to be that guy. What should I do? Uh, Elise says, uh, I am. It sounds like I'm about to hate Greg. <laughs> Rage from Alicia time. Buckle up, kids. So you're not great. Uh, Swoosh says, bullshit. If you're great, you wouldn't think about any other girl. King Steve is calling for Alicia. Cowboys girl says, nothing. Do nothing. Honor your girlfriend. Uh, Braddy Kid says, nothing. You're not all that. Tower, grab her by the pussy. Trump 2024. Don't do that. That'll get you fired. Is this guy's name Temp? No, it's Greg. It's Greg. You're out. I, I can see the. I, I I can see where you made the mistake there. Hey, Greg, you and your girlfriend are not great because you don't know how to handle this. Yes, there is a way to handle this. The way to handle this is if she ever comes up to you, you don't go up to her. No, 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 no. You don't approach her. You're the prey. And this time the prey gets to fucking bite back. When she sauces up to your office door or your cubicle or your fry station, wherever you work, and she says, "Hi, my name, my name, my name is Hortense. What's your name?" Hi, I'm Greg, and I have a girlfriend. And turn around and don't give her the time of day. Bam! That's how you handle it. That's how grown people handle it. How great would it be if he went up to her and said that and her response was, um, okay, your point is I'm not interested. That would be, see, that's why you don't, that's why you never go up to him. Don't even talk to her, tell your coworkers, tell her stop asking about you because you're not available. Don't put your, give me, I like that, but don't put your coworkers in there. Just, just, you know what you tell your coworkers? You go, I'm in a relationship. You tell your coworkers, I'm in a relationship, and you leave it at that. You tell Manny to go back to the shake station. Greg, at least you're putting your name out there. The last cheater, letter writer, couldn't put his name out there. Mm. Seriously, why is this so hard for people? Oh, Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Let me tell you why. Because over the years, we've run away from confrontation. I'm one that likes to run towards confrontation. I like confront. Well, I don't really like it if it if if it's intergendered confrontation. Then that's that's awful. But other confrontation I run to. But we all run from confrontation. This is you just sitting back and waiting for the confrontation to happen. Your coworkers could be fucking with you. Your out says because men have no balls. It's called a work wife. What the fuck happened to men? Yeah. Why don't the people that, that say she's asking or tell her he's taking problem solved? Yeah. Your coworkers not know you're in a relationship? Be sure to tell your coworkers you're in a relationship. They're the ones asking you. So Greg thinks he has the biggest dick in the office. Spoiler, you don't. 
look, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if Greg's that bad a guy or if he's just a moron. Greg. Greg, you, you, you don't, don't. Don't approach her. The, the most you do is you tell your coworkers that, oh, that's cool, but I got a girlfriend. I love my girlfriend. That's what you say to your coworkers. And if Hortense comes snuggling up to you and she's got her chicken nugget order and she's waiting for her fries from you, you tell her, back off, step off. I'm taking. Some men have no balls. He needs to grow a pair and quit with his crap. Greg's the type of uh, letter tells me a few things about you. You're very young, like you just have got long hair on your nuts and you're a douchebag. <laughs> or both. Uh, Greg, send Arnie a picture of yourself or you're lying. Oh, man. All right. So there you go. So I, I, I think we helped Greg. I think we helped Greg get, a, get, a, get an idea of, of why he's not that special. Well, she's checking me out, dude. She's checking me out. I have a girlfriend. That's cool. Shut up. Just be happy. Good God. Maybe she's a plant and knows your girlfriend and they're testing you. Could be. There you go, Gibby. Alicia, Greg uh, has been told, lied to, that he's really good in bed. I'm happy to give Greg my number so I can be honest to him before it's too late. Greg, if you even think you're interested in, in the office chick, then leave your girlfriend. Is he gay? Oh, Greg is special, but only in the educational way. Oh, all right. Next letter. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I have to say that your show really does help me get through all the bullshit in this world is offering to us now. Do you really think that there's a chance that Joe Biden and the Democrats can pull off another election heist like they did before? I don't worry about a lot of things in this world because they're out of my control. But having him and, as you call her, the Indian giant come back for four more years really is nagging at me. Mm. Oh, Steph, this is the type of reviews I'm interested in reading. <laughs> uh, all right. Do I think, do, do I think there's, of course there's a chance of it. I'm not going to be stupid and say there's not a chance of it. I think this election will be better well-equipped with security and security measures and cameras that won't get weirdly turned off or counts that won't be suddenly stopped and then not really stopped and then, well, we're going to start them up again and, oh, wait a second, we've changed the lead now. I still don't understand why the why everybody's so worried about Donald Trump. Like I, I I don't get it. He was president before, and well, we weren't in a nuclear holocaust. We could afford gas. Now he said some mean things on Twitter. Okay. Well, he has his own now forum of parlor, which nobody goes to. I know he's allowed back on Twitter, but he doesn't really tweet. How how are and I'm asking honestly. How were we a bad country for those four years? 
unemployment, all-time low, all-time low for black unemployment. Historically, black colleges got financed through the fucking nose, thanks to Donald Trump. Gas was about $2 a gallon cheaper, at least. How are we worse? Because everybody's warning us, oh, we can't go back to that. What are we going back to? That, that, that's, my, that's my long-standing question here is what are we going back to? Peace in the world? Because there weren't fucking wars going around all over the world when Donald Trump was president. The homeless issue wasn't out of control like it is now when he was president. What is it? Hunter Buck says Greg writes back that he was molested as a child. <laughs> Come on, Arnie. Feelings mean everything. Is that what it comes down to? Is feelings? They don't want an outsider running their plans. You bet they'll try anything. Yeah, well, look, this whole outsider, insider, look, he's inside now. He's an insider. He's been in Washington for, look, he's been in Washington for eight years. Like it or not, he's still been there. He still knows everything happening. He's, he's an ex-president. He's briefed every single day on the, the security of America, as all ex-presidents are briefed. Because he's loud. We don't like that. Doesn't make us look good. Well, wait, 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 wait. To the rest of the world? Okay, so th- is that what we're worried about is how we look to the rest of the world? Okay. Well, what's worse, when the orange man calls bad country shitholes or when the old man dozes off or tells a young girl underage that she's sexy and don't tell her mom about it? Hmm? If Trump wins out without cheating helping them, uh, he's scorching earth, and they can have that because shit will get real and it will destroy the beliefs in a lot of people. We'll see. We'll see. I, great letter, Heather. Uh, it just has me ask all these, these questions that I have about the presidency and, and how we were worse off between 2016 and 2020. I still I don't, I, I don't get it. But that's just me. That's just me. I don't get it because I'm not smart. I went to school, uh, public schools in Texas, so there you go. If you think about it, I've never met a liberal that voted. Uh, it was because of social issues. That's what the left run on uh, off of and believe it's pathetic. Right now, the rest of the world, we look like a pushover, open borders, drugs, homelessness. We're a joke. Oh, that's right. I didn't mention that either, the, the illegal aliens, the 14 million that have been in since his watch. By the way, I, I'm 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 willing to venture this word. A majority of the 14 million will not be from Mexico. They won't be from Mexico. They're going to be leaving Venezuela, Syria, China, all these bad countries: Africa, New Guinea, Ghana. I'm going to say a majority of the 14 million are not from Mexico. 
So this isn't what it was before. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right, moving on here. Uh, next letter. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Tim. It says, Arnie, I have to say that some of my favorite parts of the show are when you tell stories about other shows that you worked on. I was wondering if you could tell me more about your days in the dog pound. Woof. I actually liked the show, only because you were there. In your opinion, what was the reason that show really didn't work out? Okay. Let me read what Chuck says. A friend pointed out to me that in the past, empires like the Roman Empire have started their fall when gender issues, confusion started. Yeah? Tim, guessing not that, Tim. No, I don't think it's that, Tim. Uh, why did that show not work? I, I'll tell you why that show didn't work. Is because you had one guy on the show who thought he was a star. You had another guy on the show that really, really, really wanted to be a star. And instead of realizing how to play off one another, they just, each one of them tried to outdo the other one. And you can't do that in a partner show. And then when they added Andy Mancandy to the show, he was a guy who had never done any kind of talk radio. He'd never, he was a liner jock, as we call him in the business, and they're very important, and he was very good at it. He could talk very fast and very, very, very fast, and he could do the traffic report and do all that kind of stuff. Um, the show ended when Arnie moved to Reno. Uh, let's see, uh, want to be, uh, his ass sniffing. Yes, man. Well, Andy, man, he just never got it, but he also had this idea that he was a star because he was on like four different radio stations around the country, mainly because he didn't charge very much. They could fill a four hour show with him and pay him about $40. Now it's $40 a day. It's $200 a week. Not bad. $800 a month for just recording a show. Not bad, but you're worth more than that. Idiot. Um, and we would have meetings daily on that show. This pained me. Like, I, I, I've told it, and in, in you, can, you can ask every person that worked in that intercom building when it was on Madison. That show started at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I was there every single day at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. I was there because they were to all have sent me three stories, and then I had to come up with the three stories, and I had to write the show based on the characters and what they all did. Dog was the old grumpy sourpuss. Joe. Joe was the... the Hippie type brother, <laughs> like, oh, everything's cool. Andy was the gay, fruity liberal who wanted to, to take up for everybody. And then when they added me, my character was kind of like, well, I have to go in between Dog and Joe. Nothing at all like Andy. Well, Andy didn't last long, so then it was, 
up to us. And I'll never forget the day when Joe was told his character has to be more feely. He has to be more friendly. He has to he has to be more liberal. And and it was I, the way it was said to him was so wrong. And I'm glad I didn't say it when they said you have to take on the Andy character. And Joe's response was, well, "I'm not fucking gay." That was his the hand of God. That was his response. And the character wasn't about being gay. The character didn't talk about sucking dick on the air. And Joe never, ever got that. Joe never, ever got that. Dog shit, he just thought everything he said was fucking perfect. And he could not let a joke end. He had to be the end of the joke. And, and he ruined plenty of punchlines of mine. Uh, my my favorite one was what we had a we had a conversation one day off the air about creepy Super Bowl commercials. It was around the Super Bowl time, like a couple weeks after the Super Bowl or something. And it ran two years before, and it was that creepy Doritos com- uh, commercial where the guy was was licking the the dust off the people's fingers. Remember that one? That was so creepy. So then, like, two days later, we're doing a story about how they're going to test people for driving under the influence of marijuana in Oregon. Because it's hard to test people for it, and they had a new test out. And, of course, Dogship presented the story. And then, of course, Captain Weedhead had to give his explanation of, of everything and how it doesn't work and do all that kind of stuff. So then... It was time for Arnie to swoop in with the comic relief. Arnie had a line ready. Arnie was ready to go. Arnie said, well, I, I know how they're doing this test. And they're both like, well, how are they doing the test? I said, well, if they think that you've been driving, you know, high, they put a Twinkie in front of you. And if you reach out and grab it, you, you know. And I didn't even get to the reach out or the, the part where I said they put a Twinkie right in front of you. Before anybody could go, dog shit goes, no, no, what they do is the cop runs back to his car and he sticks his hands in Doritos and then the guy licks the chest off his fingers. And rather than going to commercial, he continued. The reason why that show didn't work is because they weren't teammates. They weren't team players. They couldn't let, let, look, they couldn't let the limelight shine on anybody except either one of them. And that's what they were fighting for. And by the way, neither one were funny. Neither one were talented. Neither one were good. They both thought that they were awesome because of their deep voices. And I'm not kidding. Joe actually told me on the air I had a terrible radio voice. And then... Wait, one more quick story about this. Um, I was asked. I was asked by certain people. I won't name any people's names, uh, but Mikey, of course, uh, he called and asked me on behalf of another person that was employed at the radio station to come in and be a part of Joe's last day. Dog shit had already left the station. And the feeling between a certain station manager and myself was that as soon as I joined the show, 
Dog started trying to tank the show because he knew he had another job lined up uh, across at the river. And it was the worst kept secret in the building that Joe was going there. Joe had to wait like 40 days or whatever. And then he could go over there and he could tell people. But he was trying to tell people he was going to install garage doors. I'm like, okay. So they asked me to be on Joe's last show. And I was told, this was the quote, we want you to make him cry. Well, that's my superpower. So I get to Sacramento day before, hang out with some friends. I was living in Reno at the time. And uh, I'll never forget, I got a phone call the night before. Said, uh, hey, Arnie, uh, you, you can't make him cry. I was like, what? They go, oh, we, we, we still want you to come on, but you can't make him cry. I said, okay, no problem. So uh, I remember, <laughs> super secret, right? And all of a sudden, I walk in, and Mikey was hosting the show. It, w- it was Mikey, Joe, and I forget who else was there. Um, might have been Lara, but I'm not sure. And I walked in, and I got the, the corner. <laughs> I got my non-regular corner. My, my regular corner was way over in the corner, but Joe was sitting over there. So they gave me the, the, the chubby corner. And, man, when he looked at me, when he he had a look of horror in his face, like, oh, no. And we were trying to get him, I'll, I'll tell you now, we were trying to get him to shit talk dog shit. And he wouldn't. I'll give him credit. He, he stayed in his lane. Um, but he was not happy at all that I was there. And I've heard some things uh, since then, and, and it's funny because I went to the ugly shirted station manager's office afterwards because I wanted to work with Mikey. I would have come back from Reno, and I would have worked with Mikey. That would have been a no-brainer. But that wasn't what the powers that be wanted, so I said, okay. It was Leanne. She was horrible. Oh, yeah, Leanne was terrible. Oh, God. I could never listen to that show because they sucked once you were there, I would listen. That show was fan-fucking-tastic. I laughed so hard that day. I, I remember I, I nailed Mike. I go, Mike, how long have you been broadcasting? He goes, oh, about 13 years. I go, man, you think you'd be better. I, I just I set him up. I Rodney Dangerfield him. Um, that, was, that was one of my memories. And then so I'm sitting in the office with Ugly Shirt, and Joe comes in there. And, and I have to tell you, Once again, I'm honest with y'all on this show. I pined to get those two fired for years. (laughs) This back when I was on the morning show, I I loved the ugly shirted station manager, Uh, Jim. I, I I absolutely he was the greatest boss I ever had. He was awesome. You know, he would kick my ass if I needed my ass kicked. And he would, he would encourage me, and he would celebrate if there was something to celebrate. It was awesome to work for. And we're sitting in his office, and, and for years, I wanted him to have the number one station all day. Because the day parts were us in the morning, which we were dominating. 
Then you had Pat Martin who came on and dominated because he's a legend. And yes, I'm still trying to get Pat on the show. But he was number one. And then for some reason, the nighttime, the night show, and I guess it was when Mikey took over, he rose to number one. And there was only one day part that wasn't number one. Now, that's a cool that's a cool feather in a programmer's hat when his station is number one all day. And it never happened. And I wanted that. And, and I, 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 was, I was like, why are these guys still here? They're terrible. And they used to talk all kinds of shit about us. And I didn't pay any attention to them because they were idiots. And even when I went and had an interview with the Ugly Shirt, I said, you deserve an afternoon show. And I put a couple names out there. And he said, those are great ideas. And maybe that's something we can look into. But I want you to fix the afternoon show. He tried and he worked so hard with those two for years. I mean, the amount of effort he put in to working with those two morons. And it didn't pay off until it paid off. And he hired me and and they got it. And thank God for you guys that tuned in and made that show number one. And we beat every other show on that station. And I mean every other show. Got to see some old clips from Reddit of young Arnie. Oh, yeah. There, there's a couple. If you go on YouTube and you type in the old show, there's a lot of great funny clips up there. Stuff that I am so proud of. Oh, that's good stuff there. But the reason why the show didn't work is because you had two prima donnas in there who didn't want it to work. They wanted the show to be. Uh, and Oh. One more thing real quick. Uh, truth of the matter. Oh, oh, let me finish. When I was in the, the, his office after the show, um, Joe walked in there and gave him a hug. And he goes, you know, this has always been my dream to do morning radio. And I laughed. I laughed at him. And he just left. Then a couple days later, he decided to go on the Facebook and he decided to throw Mikey under the bus and say some derogatory things about me not being able to keep a job, even though I had a morning show job longer than he was in radio. But that's a whole other story. That's fine. And I can always hit back with him. Well, I was number one for a majority of my career. Uh, I'm in a Hall of Fame. You wear an autographed jersey. Uh, They didn't want it to work because they'd have to give you credit for fixing their shit. Oh, that was a big one, too. And I wasn't about that. I didn't care. I just wanted to be on the number one show. I wanted to get a bonus. By the way, those two motherfuckers got bonuses thanks to me. You're welcome for the extra money, dickholes. All right, next letter here. Let's go. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I found a recipe for the Neiman Marcus cake, and let me say that my family is in love with it. I, I made one a couple weeks ago. My mom used to make these all the time, and they are just decadent and delicious, and they're fantastic. And, and Braddy Kid made me one, and it was decadent and fantastic and great, but she doesn't like them, so I can't ask her to make me a cake that she ain't going to eat, so I made it. My daughter has already asked for this for her birthday. I was wondering if you had any more good cake recipes to choose from. That's from Brandy. 
Uh, all bonuses should have defaulted to the true talent. The one and only Dr. St. Arnie states, thank you. Um, it's funny because uh, I was talking last week. I haven't made it yet. My aunt, my Aunt Dottie, who is actually dead. She died to me a long, long time ago. Uh, but my Aunt Dottie, my Aunt Dottie could cook. Oh, you're making the chicken and dumplings this weekend. I sent you out the recipe. Oh, it's fucking magnificent. Oh, man. And let me tell you, you're out. The reheat is even better. Like the second time around, mwah, magnifique. My Aunt Dottie was the baker of the family. Um, uh, Sassy Pammy, you're getting ahead of me here. And she had a cake that she made once for us, and it was the, it was, if I have to rank cakes, pineapple upside down, cake's my favorite. Neiman Marcus cake is up there, but this one, this one make, makes a strong play, but it is tough. And that's the Milky Way cake. Uh, the, the Milky Way cake consists of, you know, your flour, your sugar, all those kind of ingredients, but there's one ingredient and it, it scares me, but I'm going to make it. You have to melt down 10, 10 Milky Way bars. This is a cake that you have to have with milk. This shit will dry you out. But it is so good. You use four or five of the Milky Way bars, five or six for the actual cake, and then the other four melted down for the icing on top. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God, it's so good. And, uh... It, it will be made pretty soon. It will be made pretty soon. Uh, Roscoe liked the uh, he liked the Neiman Marcus cake. I, I think he's gonna love the Milky Way cake. But uh, that that that's my other cake recipe that I have. So there you go, Brandy. I hope that helped. Yes, the Milky Way cake. Oh, I'm looking forward to that so much. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you? Uh, this is from Brian. It says, Arnie, I really enjoy when you have Tommy on the show. And I, too, can't wait to hear about his travels to Europe this year. I was wondering, do you ever think about you'll, that you'll travel to Europe? If you were to go there, what would you want to see? I'd like to travel more, and I think that Europe would be the place that I'd most like to see. That's from Brian. Uh, yes, yeah, you're out. That is on the, uh, the double the cream of chicken and celery. I sent that to her, though. I told her that. No, uh, Tommy's going to Europe this year, and I just can't wait to see the video that surrounds that. I can't wait till he has a Tommy moment. And by Tommy moment, I mean a holy shit moment. Um, Brian, no, I've, I've never thought about traveling to Europe. I mean, outside of maybe Ireland or Scotland. But no. First of all, that's a lot of traveling. I don't like to fly that much, especially that that much. 
And then I'm not that good in airports. You can ask Braddy Kid. I'm not the most patient person in the world. And now that I'm in a foreign country where they're not speaking my language to get going with, I'm going to be even more hostile. And if you look at me and I'm covered in tattoos and I've got one of my offensive T-shirts on, I don't always look like I'm in the best mood. So, you know, Europe is off. Japan, maybe, just because I want to feel like a giant. None of the Koreas. Australia, hell no. That's the world's Florida. I don't even want to go to Florida. Canada, no. Mexico, if they if it weren't for all the cartels and death, Mexico's fantastic. Uh, much thanks to Tommy for absolutely breaking the way. I say holy shit forever. Nice. Arnie would not translate well to Europe. No, no, the Europeans would, oh, they would not like me. They would not like me at all. But I'd be okay with that because I really don't like them either. All right, couple more here to go, and then we'll get done with this segment. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Nicholas. It says, Arnie, please help me. We're in that time of year where the only sports to watch are hockey and basketball. And sadly, I'm not a fan of either one. How many more days until baseball season starts? How many more days until football season starts? Help! In Australia, even the housewives can kill you. Absolutely. Uh, I know the Rangers play their first spring training game on Friday, so the season has pretty much started for baseball. Regular season starts, what? Uh, Let's see, February, March, April. It starts in April, April 1st, right around there. Uh, So you got another month to go there. Football, August, September. You got a little ways to go, Nicholas. But, but see, Nicholas, this is what you got. You got this to look forward to. Um, I know it's it might be this weekend, but I'm not sure. Check the NFL channel, and, and somebody on here might know this, uh, when the combine is. Because the NFL combine is going on, so you can watch that. Then you can watch all the shit leading up to the draft. And by that time, baseball will be in its season, and, and we'll be going through the, the, the rigors of, of baseball season. I said rigors with an aura. And we'll be going through that, and by no time, in no time, football season will be here. I promise. I promise, Nicholas. And, and by the way, you always got wrestling to watch, too, which, by the way, happens to be our last thing. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. This is from Harold. Baseball starts April 1st. No fooling. Oh, and didn't know that the Rangers won the World Series. That is not a joke. Not a hockey fan? Go watch some Bravo show or Hallmark Channel, you chick. I can't get into hockey until the playoffs. Then I can get into it. But but until then, and, and the NBA is just, the NBA is a farce. Um, okay, so this weekend is the Elimination Chamber in Australia. I was wondering what your predictions for this are. I, too, enjoy watching as much wrestling as I can, but have to say with the young sucks coming back into AEW, I really can't stomach it anymore. Have you heard anything about MJF? No. No, I don't think this is the Harold, Alicia. Um, 
All right, Elimination Chamber. I don't even know what the card is. Hold on a second. Yeah, let's see if I can. Uh, elimination chamber card. Okay, here we go. All right, the card is, uh, all right. Okay, so it's going to start with Cody and, and Seth Rollins on the Grayson Waller effect, where I'm sure they'll get jumped uh, by somebody. Undisputed Tag Team Championship Judgment Day against uh, British Strong Style. Uh, Judgment Day wins. They aren't going to lose that. Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley against Nia Jax. Rhea Ripley in her hometown. A lot of times you lose in your hometown. Rhea Ripley is too big a draw right now. Rhea Ripley will win, probably due to outside interference. Then we have the Broads uh, Elimination Chamber match. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton, who fell out of her shirt, <laughs> Naomi and Rochelle Rodriguez. Well, Naomi ain't going to win. Rod- Rochelle Rodriguez ain't going to win. Bianca, Bianca Belair, Tiffany Stratton ain't going to win. This is between Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan. The match that they desperately need to have at WrestleMania would be Becky Lynch against Rhea Ripley because it's never happened before. I'm afraid they're going to go back and they're going to try to revamp the storyline between Liv Morgan and, and, and her, even though I don't mind seeing Liv Morgan you know, win, especially if her pants get ripped off. Ken Dog, Ken Dog, good morning to you, my friend. There is no just Ken. Says, oh, for fuck's sake. I told you to never ask Arnie about wrestling. So I, I'm saying either Liv Morgan or Becky Lynch win that. Then the dudes elimination chamber, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Logan Paul ain't winning. Kevin Owens ain't winning. Bobby Lashley ain't winning. LA Knight, uh, I think he and Logan Paul start their feud, and Logan Paul will lose at WrestleMania, his uh, American championship to LA Knight. Bobby Lashley will not do anything. Orton and McIntyre, that's what it's going to come down to, and I think Drew McIntyre wins, and he faces Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. As far as the others, the the Rock and things, the Rock ain't going to be there. Whatever they're doing with the Grayson Waller effect, that's all been recorded. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Last break coming up next.
Video. Now, Freddy Kid sent me this video earlier this morning under the title of uh, Holy Fuck. This is a video from a couple years ago of a, uh, a... Is this an Amazon van? It is an Amazon van. So, dude's riding in the Amazon van. He's just trucking along. There ain't no sound. Uh, there he is. I'm just driving. Driving my life away. Okay, I'm going to make a right-hand turn here. I'm kind of looking, but not really paying any attention because I got to go over these here railroad tracks. Oh my God! Hit by a railroad car. Amtrak hit him. Holy Lord. He's just sitting there, like shaking his head, like, no, man, this couldn't have happened. Oh, man. He's lucky to be alive. Brother got hit by a fucking train. Because uh, if it's Brandy, she does some dirty, dirty things. Uh, facts, you're out. Because Brandy's are whores. Now he's looking for something in the truck. Oh, there you go. So there, there's your video for today of a, a truck getting ripped in half by a train. All right. Two adults, as I mentioned earlier, have been charged in the Kansas City uh, Chiefs parade shooting. All started over a fight between a guy who was trying to protect his sister and, well, things got out of hand. I believe, I, I believe that was his exact quote was, oh, I let him get the best of me. I don't know if that was Lindell Mays or Dominic Miller who said that. But they got in each other's face and they said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then they pulled out their gats and they started shooting. One woman died. 23 people were shot. 
all at a celebration for the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, which the, the, the city of Kansas City, I'll say at least they, they embraced it and they said, look, this is not going to spoil us on these parades. We love having these parades. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. I've got room for all brandies on my island. How do you get hit by a train? Any idea, Arnie? Oh, I was drunk. No. Uh, shit. How do you live? I mean, that guy right there should write fucking Satan and say, hey, how'd you survive? Oh, I duped my husband. Just one more reason the Chiefs should not win the Super Bowl. I've seen that the Chiefs are raising all kind of money, and Travis Kelsey's raising all kind of money for victims, and I think that's great. Good for them to give back to their city, even though Patrick Mahomes lives in North Texas. Just letting that out there. Uh, he does, it, During the season, he lives in Kansas City, but the rest of the time, he lives here in the great state. Uh, all right, so we got that, uh, we got that all covered. Uh, we, we've talked enough about the Kansas City shooting. Okay, two black guys that did it. All right, nobody will ever talk anything more about it. Nobody will ever bring up gun violence. Nobody will ever talk about banning guns for this. No, 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 because it was two black guys. Uh, it, it'll go under the radar. I don't know what guns they used. I don't know if one was the dreaded AR-15. Dun, dun, dun. But we'll never hear more about it because it wasn't a fucking trans person shooting up a school. All right. Could could you hear the disdain in my voice there? I hope so. Raising money, are they out of money paying the refs for something? <laughs> oh, I love I love it. Um just when you thought McDonald's couldn't get any stupider. You know, first of all, you were stupid to bring salad on your menu. You're McDonald's. Then you decided that you wanted to be an artisanal-type coffee place. Then you wanted to make everything fresh. So you slowed everything down in fast food. Starting to get out of your lane a little bit. Well, they got way out of their lane here. As now, McDonald's is launching its first-ever line Of beauty products. Holy mother Jesus. McDonald's is giving all makeup-loving fast food fanatics a chance to combine their two passions, fast food and makeup. It's teamed up with British beauty company Nails, Inc. to create a range of nail products inspired by some of the menu offerings. Oh. Oh, the, the, oh, ah. Uh. Red nail polish in the same shade as the iconic branding of the fries. Oh, it's McDonald's fry red. Wow. <laughs> then they have stickers that you can put on the nails in case you have so much fucking time on your hands that you can spend time putting stickers on your nails. There's a new polish called the I'm Loving It Polish. McDonald's, y'all need this. Y'all don't need this. Y'all need to stay in your damn lane. How about speeding up the process? How about lowering it from $18 for a Big Mac meal? 
What the hell? Will this stuff be used fry oil? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be clown makeup? Devin said McDonald's creates enough acne. At least they can do is cover it up. Is it scratch and sniff? No, I don't even think it smells like that. See, that would be the reason I'd get it. Boy, I'd be picking my nose even more than I am this morning. Mmm, smells like fries. You're going to get dogs attacking you? Mmm. There's Burger Brown. <laughs> That's like doo-doo brown. That's like doo-doo brown they're putting on your nails. You gals wear a lot of brown nail polish. Boy, nothing says I am sexy than brown nail polish. Ooh, can you dress up like a UPS driver for me? That really gets me going because I know what brown can do for me. Mixcara, McNuggets of Foundation. Watch out, Arnie. You might get Alzheimer's. Jesus Christ. Uh, excuse me. Do you guys have any Burger Brown in? I don't think a lot of gals are going to be asking for that. What 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 color would you like to know? I want a Burger Brown. Burger Brown, please. Chocolate nail polish. Yeah, see that? No, uh-uh, uh-uh, because I'm be thinking that's something else. Mm-mm. Somebody else has gotten way out of their lane too here. This needs to stop. And and, and I I think I'm picking up what they're putting down here with this. You know how I've told you over the years how the NFL has grown their female fan base due to going to Super Bowl parties and doing all that kind of stuff. And it's grown their fan base to where they now have advertisements for, you know, fucking uh, menopause before the Super Bowl. They've grown their fan base, and they know that those people are watching. So I think that, that this company is trying to get back their male fan base. And I'm talking about Starbucks. Now, I know there are a lot of dudes out there that like and drink coffee and your coffee aficionados and blah, 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 blah. Oh, I can taste the Ethiopian in this. All right, well, great. Good for you. I- I- enjoy your coffee. More for you. I don't drink it. I've never had coffee. I don't understand it. It's hot. Disgusting. But I know a lot of guys that, that, that probably don't get that, and they go to, to Starbucks, and they mainly go for a Frappuccino for their girlfriends or wives, and they get stuck on those trips, and they're like, hey, we want something. Well, Starbucks says, we have something for you men out there. We have a brand-new flavored coffee. Pork-flavored coffee. Holy mother of Jesus. No. No. The pork-flavored latte combines the pork flavor sauce with the typical dressings of a latte. The specialty drink will also include extra pork sauce on top of the drink with a piece of pork breast meat skewered on top, dipping into the drink. That's gross, man. I, I don't need... I, I Look, I saw that recently Sonic has jumped into the pork business 
where they're topping some burgers with pork. And I got to say that that I love pork, but I don't know if I'm going to like Sonic pork. And I know for a fact that I'm going to like Starbucks pork even more or less. Saw this morning that some stores were unionized. What the fuck? You make fucking coffee and it ain't rocket science. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've done that. According to the website, Starbucks has grown a tremendous presence in China since it opened. So this is where the first one is in China? No. Pork-flavored coffee? No. Hmm. Confucius say no. That gross. Pork drink? No. Well, I could go for an ice cold pork soda right now. Mmm. I can really taste the snout in that one. Pork energy drink. If you don't think that you got it in you, pork you. Adam J., good morning. Buenos dias, amigo. I'm having a flashback to the bacon-flavored milkshake from Burger King or Jack in the Box, whichever one. It was so bad I threw it out and never throw out ice cream. Like Mushu pork latte, I need another (laughs) an hour later. Oh, it's gross, man. See, this reminds me of that that Jones Soda Company. The company that uh that released all those terrible sodas, whether they were bacon flavored or turkey flavored. There was one year it was salmon flavored. Nobody wants salmon flavored soda. Less people want salmon flavored pork or pork flavored soda. I just got making sourdough snickerdoodles for the boys. I want a snickerdoodle latte. That's what flavored Starbucks need to focus on. No shit. Stay away from meat. I'm okay with Starbucks being a meat-free facility. If they want to have it on their little sandwiches and things like that, that's fine. But no meat in the drinks. Your fortune cookie comment is approved. Good God. And you just reminded me, I need to get a shamrock shake at McDonald's. What are those running now? $20? Probably. Yuck. Mmm, that's like cheese Kool-Aid. Mmm. Boy, that, that's good and chalky going down. <laughs> oh, this is like milk of magnesia, but it tastes like cheese. And we ain't talking about, like, good liquid nacho cheese. Now, I could drink that. Probably burn my esophagus, but it would be worth it. Pork-flavored coffee. Those wacky Chinese. I've had two Shamrock McFlurries with Oreos. Delicious. Uh, Never in my life have I woke up and thought, pork-flavored coffee sounds good right now. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, the cheddar Kool-Aid usually gets people there, Christopher. Mmm. 
with real chunks of cheddar. I can see that on the can. <laughs> with real chunks of cheddar. Man, nothing would nothing would be better than liquefied cheddar soda. Oh God almighty. That's so bad. Mmm. <sighs> Will we have cheddar Kool-Aid? No, abs, we're just gonna have regular soda there. Yeah, I'm going to have a bar set up for for all the, you know, it, we'll call it the .35 bar. Nah, that's giving him too much credit. You can't do that. We'll have, we'll have a bar set up, and, and then we're going to have, like, one of them kick-ass soda stations where you can get every soda that you want. Like, but, the, you know, you can get Coke. And all the Coke products and Pepsi. and Because I hate going places and you go, hey, do you got this? No, we got this instead. I'm like, oh, well, I'm fucked. What about bacon in the coffee? That, sound, that could be bomb. No, no, it couldn't be. That would be bad. Do you rinse out your coffee cup? Like when you're done with breakfast in the morning, you got an extra piece of bacon. Do you wrap that around the coffee cup and then put it in? Yuck. Um, I'm rooting against something, and I think that you guys can root against this with me. I think you'll enjoy rooting against this with me. Uh, this just happened a day ago. Uh, it has set sail. The world's first chemical tanker. Uh, it's a ship, you know, like like the, the big ships, that, that, that all the shipping containers. Well, this one is the first one to actually be wind-assisted. It has been outfitted with a massive, rigid aluminum sail. Its owner is hoping to plot a route to bringing down the shipping industry's huge carbon footprint. The MT Chemical Challenger, nearly 18,000-ton chemical transporter, set sail from Antwerp for Istanbul on Friday, and will undergo sea trials along the way. Question. What happens if it's not windy? Japan built and uh, kitted out the four giant 52-foot, 52-by-6-inch uh, sails, uh, similar to aircraft wings. Owners hope to cut fuel consumption by 10 to 20%. Oh. Oh. No, you can't do this. You can't give us a hybrid ship. And by the way, it's only cutting about 10 to 20 percent of the of, <laughs> of the gas that it's using. See, that's bullshit. I want a sailboat. When you say the first wind assisted, I want a sailboat. I want Greta Thunberg on that thing. A metal sail, I'm sure that will outrun Somali pirates. I think they still have regular engines and will deploy if the sales conditions are not right. Yeah, they do have engines. That's bullshit. Uh-uh. I'm not saying this is good because it can't fail now. 
It can't fail because you have a backup in place. Boo. Boo. Now, if it cut fuel consumption by 50 or 60%, I could maybe get behind this, but when they say 10 to 20%, that's always means 11 to 12%. So you're really not saving that much. I mean, you're saving some. That's crap. Global shipping, which burns diesel and other bunker fuels, contribute to around 2% of the world's carbon emissions. Oh, my God. Two whole percent? New guidelines by the International Maritime Organization said shipping emissions need to be cut by at least 40% by 2030 and down to zero (laughs) by 2050. Wait a second. You want a ship to have zero emissions by 2050. So no sailors will be shitting on those ships. That's tough to say. Sailors shitting on ships. Those tankers use a lot of gas. 20% would be a lot. It, it sounds like it would be a lot, but it really isn't. It's 20%. They probably want $25 an hour to row. When will we have a whole bunch of people rowing the boat? Never again. (laughs) Never again. They aren't falling for that one, Chuck. Here we go. Trying out smart Mother Nature again. Hey, good for you. Use the sail. It's not going to work. You're going to get a day where it's where it's calm. We have plenty of zero emission ships. They're called museums. And by the way, this is a chemical ship where they have a giant sign on on the mast that says no smoking, dangerous cargo. Well, first of all, I'm a little bit more worried about the cargo than I am the emissions. Because if something happens to that boat, if them wacky hoothies get out there and shoot a missile and can hit it from about 300 miles away, guess what? We're going to have dangerous cargo in the water then. And all your plans for emission and all your plans for this and that have been thrown out the window. Uh, Sawyer's dad. There he is. Good morning to you, sir. Morning, Arnie. Best thing for the wind assistance would be hundreds of rowers under. Maybe illegals for this or children. Nope. Nope. Not going down that road. Because, you know, then we'd be hearing. Days never we'd be hearing a Donald song. We can't do that again. No, 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 no. Similar to the airplane wing, the rigid aluminum sails are equipped with a system of vents and holes to maximize airflow in winds up to about 38 miles an hour. Now, question. Question. 
what happens if they're out at sea, okay? And let's say, I don't know, because I don't think this ever happens when, when massive tanker tr- uh, are, are out at sea. Um, like, like a storm doesn't just uh, rise up, right? And the winds get higher than 38 miles an hour. Have there ever been winds in the ocean faster than 38 miles an hour? Um, because what will that do then to the, the, the well, as I like to call them, the projectiles? Oh, they can, they can ma- maximize airflow up to 38 miles an hour? Ooh. Ooh. Sometimes the wind blows, I don't know, at about, I don't, they, they have these things that are called gusts, but I think, I, I think due to maritime rules, Gust can only be limited to 37 miles an hour. <laughs> Look, I, I don't mean to be making fun of this, but I am making fun of it. Um, don't they have smart people that are working on this? Like, like, wouldn't you have, like, engineers and really, really smart people working on this? Because I can't imagine that if the maximized airflow is up to 38 miles an hour, and they seem to be bragging about that, I see a hole. The wind is not moving at 5,000-ton ship over 30 knots. Oh, what I'm saying is that these, 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 but Dan, 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 I, I know that you're a Navy man, and this is why I'm asking the question. These, these now sails that are bolted on that can only handle 38 mile an hour winds, if they get 80 mile an hour winds, that's going to blow that thing fucking off, ain't it? But that's just me. I, 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 I'm a problem finder. I, I have I don't have the solution. Oh, I do have the solution for it. Go back to diesel fuel. There you go. Sub problem solved. Don't have to worry about projectiles being thrown into the atmosphere now. You're welcome. Where can I accept my Nobel Peace Award? Uh, where, where can I get that? I'll, I'll, I'll take one. Because I, I just saved a lot of people's lives. But but did I? Yes yes I did. Uh, some woman decided that, well, she was going to go take an airplane ride this week, but she didn't have a ticket. A woman, where does, where does shit happen? Uh, from Tennessee to California. Shocking. It's those two states. Arnie, you have interviewed the whales about these new ships. Well, the the whales don't like to talk about these ships because they're scared. That was Herpy. That's the name they gave. They they don't know underneath the sea what herpes are. So Herpy was just saying how he, he was impaled with one of these things once. And it, it's very painful. Ship is going to look like a trailer home in a tornado. Um so uh where where come on, where did this happen? Please say this was in fucking Sacramento. Oh no, oh it happened in Tennessee. Well there's a shocker. 
Um, a woman, TSA is reviewing the circumstances, uh, but can confirm that the traveler in question was physically screened along with their carry-on without incident at Nashville International Airport uh, before boarding a flight. TSA and Airlines, uh, the unidentified woman is reported to have boarded a flight from Nashville after going a standard TSA screening, but without an ID and ticket check. She walked through the security, walked on the plane, and, and was just there. She was traveling on American Airlines Flight 1393 to L.A. and disembarked without incident. Law enforcement met her at the arrival gate where she was taken into custody and interrogation. How'd this happen? Uh, I've been in hurricanes while out at sea, and heavy winds will destroy the sails and blow them into the uh, unimportant parts of the ship, like radars, communication antennas, weapon systems. Yeah, all those unimportant ones. Um, uh, I, I just recently traveled. Traveling is a pain in the ass. You have to take your shoes off. You have to take your your screens and your, your computers out of your bags and put those in a separate box. And then you have to take this off and take that off. And then you're taking all this shit off, but you're not even going through the metal detector. You're going through that bomb screening thing. Which, by the way, I'm so big that I always set it off. They always have to pat me down when I go through that. I've never walked through. It's like when you're in your hometown and you're driving around and there's that one light that you never, ever make. That one time you make it, you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I make it. I've never made that light. I stand in there. I do the, 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 the cross hands up in the air. I stand still every single time. Oh, we're going to have to pat you down. For what? Nothing on me. I'm wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt. This gal goes through, and by the way, by the way, you have to show your ticket. You have to show your ID. Some places you have to show your ticket and ID to two different people. This gal just walks right on through. dum da dum da dum da dum TSA, these smoke and mirrors. I was stopped for a damn soda once. Think that I might have been flagged because I also had syringes in my injectable blood thinning medication that I had in my bag, too. Fucking idiots. I hate what's happened to traveling. And the airlines just keep running the prices up. And we keep going to it. I mean, because, well, it's the easiest way to travel. I call this woman a trial run. Damn, this country is asking for another terrorist attack. Aren't any illegals don't have to show any of that? Wait, 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 wait. An illegal alien doesn't have to show any forms of identification or even a ticket to get on a plane? If that's the case, then the airlines are not secure at all. I would say we're less secure than we were on 9-10-01. 
I like the fact that they caught her. Here's the thing. Flight from from Nashville to L.A., that's probably going to be a pretty busy flight. How do you not check the manifest to go, okay, wait a second, there's one extra person on the plane? The illegal tickets say no name given? That's crazy. They show their court documents and they're allowed on aircraft. That is insanity. Well, now I'm going to be even fucking more alert on planes. Jesus Christ. You know, this, this, this idea of being nice to everybody, this idea of wokeness where we're allowing this, it will destroy us. It will destroy us one way or another. Either we're going to implode or these people are here to take over and they will. Because you've silenced too many of us. You put too many of us babies in the corner. And you know what? We might find our own little plot of land somewhere, and we might just be happy to live there where you leave us the fuck alone. As long as we can get an internet signal and maybe some satellite, we'll be good to go. We don't need the rest of the world. You need us more than we need you. Uh, That's not true. No names given. I had two employees with that family last name uh, because they don't have one. Uh, smoke and mirrors, how about the armed guard on every flight? Fuck around and find out. The Air Force, I don't think there's a, I think that they, they, they did, did away with that a few years ago. I think they're just now on flights to major cities. Uh, all right. Another form of transportation here, uh, the subways. <laughs> the marshals are too busy investigating January 6ers to be on flights. We, we heard about this uh, a couple weeks ago about this asshole in the Bay Area that was up and surfing on one of the trains there. Well, it, it's happened again. This time it happened in, uh, of all places, New York City. New York City! Not appropriate. Two men were captured having sex on the top of a subway train. They dropped their pants on the roof of the 7 train as it crossed the raised tracks above the Van Van Vick Expressway. Um, They weren't killed or nothing. They were just up there having sex. A third man can be seen on top of the train watching the other men have sex. Subway surfers' identities are currently unknown. The only thing dumber than riding on the top of a subway is dropping pants in the process, the MTA communicator said. Um, Are we sure it wasn't the 69 train? All right. See, these idiots are going to fucking find out. There's video of people riding the top of the train, surfing the trains, as they like to call it. Y'all going to find out the hard way. I don't know about the two guys fucking up there. I think that that's just wrong. I mean, if it was two chicks, that'd be okay. Two chicks would be hot. 
Yes, I know the double standard lives alive and well in me. Our last story of the day. We have a candidate for Mom of the Year here. This is Jasmine Moss. She's 30 years old. Um, Memphis police say they received at least 80 complaints from individuals concerned about images they saw on Mama's social media about a child. Miss Moss, mother of three, said on her Instagram post, when I, saw, when I say I'm passing down deeds and LLC to my creations, I mean that. And by what she meant was this, is that she allowed her five-year-old daughter to perform bikini waxes on her clients. Quote, she literally helped me wax 24 clients starting from 7.25 to 5 p.m. She made a total of $744. Don't put that money towards whatever her future dreams and aspirations are. I hope it's gold teeth. I hope it's gold teeth. Chuck's is perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. The department's Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force is investigated. Police say that three of them now show the child applying hot wax to the nude pubic areas of adults. They have asked the public not to share the photos. Please do not screen save these or forward these to law enforcement or anyone else. Please do not download or upload these images in any way. So, I mean, what, what, what she, she got arrested. So is she being arrested for, I don't know, unlicensed beauty practices? Because, I mean, I'm sure that the girl who's five is not licensed. Child endangerment? She's with the kid? Or is it, is it child endangerment that she's too close to that many coochies? How much do you wax? Do you think Adele required? God damn it. No. Hello. It's me. I was wondering yeah. if after all No, I don't want to meet you, asshole. Me. See, this is something you should lose your kids for, not stopping a transition. What woman would be okay with a five-year-old putting wax on them? Uh, any one of these hood rats that would get a discount. Don't even try. Look here, I got I got six dollar. I can do. Can you can you wax my coochie? And let me just say, let me just say, I guarantee. In the menu in her her wherever this is apartment or or place of business, her menu. I guarantee. Is called the coochie wax. I guarantee you. Coochie wax. They don't call it the Brazilian. They don't call it anything else. They call it the coochie wax. 
Um, a five-year-old has enough problems staying inside the lines of a coloring book. Well, and, and real quick, how strong is this five-year-old? I mean, because you put that wax on there, you got to fucking pull that off with some gusto. I can't think that a five-year-old is pulling with that much gusto. It's going to be like, clack, 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 clack. It's going to sound like a roller coaster on the way up. So you got a machine gun down by your coochie. Clack, 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 clack. That's all the hairs popping out. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. That five-year-old never skipped arm day. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so fantastic. See, you know, you know the best part of it for me? This is the best part for me. Because you, you know how cerebral I can be sometimes when I think about things. The best part for me is that the mom actually thinks this is a good idea. You know, that, that, that's the part that, 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 that's so hard for people. And I don't try to relate to it because I can't. I just enjoy the deliciousness of it. See, a lot of people don't get the same enjoyment that I get from this story. I get the enjoyment that this mother thought that this was okay. This is like having a bake sale for your kid. We're just going to have you do a coochie wax or two. Or we're going to book you all day. Almost nine and a half hours she worked. There's got to be some kind of child labor against that. Oh, my God. Nathan, but a hoochie mama, hood rat, hood rat, hoochie mama. Oh. What'd you do today? Oh, I got my coochie fucking waxed by a five-year-old. By the way, don't all those people that get their coochie waxed by a five-year-old, don't they all become predators? Aren't they all on some kind of watch list now? They shouldn't be showing their cookies off to a fucking five-year-old. Good Lord, what is going on with our country? Uh, that is going to do it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy Day tomorrow, baby. Uh, until then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a great hump day and adios, everybody. Uh- said goodbye Hey Lord, I don't know what to do All I do is sit inside Oh Lord, the last long days I said goodbye Dear Lord, I thought I would cry She'll do me, she'll do you She's got that kind of
is outside waiting to arrest him.